0: Welcome back to Women's Wealth, The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work, money, and family. My name is Susan mcglory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle, a wealth management firm in New Jersey. Our guests today are Kate Nolan and Kimberly Kavaka. Kate and Kimberly are the co-founders of Grace by Grit. Grace by Grit started as a women's athletic apparel store in California in 2013 to inspire and empower women in everyday life. In 2016, the company launched the Gritty Girls, an empowerment program for young women. Today, the Grace by Grit Foundation hosts Get Gritty events and offers an athletic scholarship for young women. Welcome, Kate and Kimberly. Wow. When I read your backgrounds, both of you are so talented and inspired. Kimberly, I was super impressed by the fact that as an undergraduate degree in engineering, that's a feat for women now today with STEM. You've designed widgets for space shuttles. You've worked in such a male-dominated industry And Kate, you as a young, young woman had a baby and pursued a career. What an inspiration to your child. So we really were thrilled to have both of you because you come with such great backgrounds, but also because you're good friends. So welcome. Thank Thank you for having us. Kimberly, can you begin and take us on the journey of what was the inspiration behind Grace by Grit and what's the meaning behind that?
1: So we started Grace by Grit as a company. Kate was an athletic trainer who was known to be tough and get things done. I was going to do a triathlon, and I needed the best trainer in San Diego. So I hired Kate, and she was amazing, but a little too hard for me. So I would try (laughs) to slow her down by noticing what people were wearing or trying to show up in an unbelievably great outfit. But what we noticed when we worked out is that as great as some of these outfits were, once you got my 50-year-old body moving, it didn't look like it did when it was static. And we started talking about what was really required in women's athletic apparel to look good, both when you're standing still and getting a coffee, but also when you're working hard. And we had all kinds of ideas for high-performance flattering workout gear And we started floating the idea of starting our own company. I mean, kind of just slow her down a little bit. But a few (laughs) years later, we reconnected and said, you know, we really should do it. No one's done it yet. No one started a company with safety in mind, but most important with women in mind. You know, designing something that looks great on a 30 to 60-year-old woman. So we combined our athletic expertise and my business and technology expertise, and we made a powerful team. We went out and found the most luxurious fabrics from Italy, and we got great designers and perfected the fit so that we looked strong and chic and amazing. But then we came to a little bit of an impasse. We had to come up with a name, and we came up with some pretty silly names of our cocktails, wouldn't you say, Kate? Uh, yes,
2: yeah. like K2 Run For You, because we both like to run and our names start with a K. <laughs> I think that was when <laughs> we realized that we, that we should not be necessarily naming it ourselves, but we should be taking the idea of what it was that we both felt we shared and that women shared, which was this power within ourselves and this perseverance, and that that's really it did, these tough moments in life, that they, those were the ones that defined us the most. And that that grit eventually became your grace, and so that's where Grace by Grit came about.
0: It sounds like the k to run was more after a few bottles of wine, so probably Graced for Grit was bartini's, more martini's, like probably martini's. <laughs> that's great. That is great, and I love I, I love your honesty because I think that's when most of us come with our great ideas when we chill out and and start brainstorming. But what was it like transitioning from like I know that you currently have like this athletic company. Tell us a little bit about the company and then then also the nonprofit and how that launched. Can you share a little bit about that? Kimberly, do you want to talk about that?
1: Sure. I mean, the company was, we grew the company from nothing to a few million dollars in revenue. And we had the most incredible loyal customers who not only wore and loved our clothes, but felt like they were part of something bigger. They felt that, They were part of a movement. So the women who wore our clothes felt strong and empowered. And when they saw other people in our clothes in airports around the world, they would take selfies and send them to us. So we felt that we created more than just a company, but a community of people. And it was super powerful. But our only problem was funding because our idea was that we would start this company founded by women, run by women, and we want it to be funded by women. And that's where your listeners are so important to us, because we need more women investors. And I know we'll talk about that a little bit later, but that was really shocking for us. And shocking for me, by the way, I had always worked in male-dominated fields and never had a problem as a woman, ever. I was the highest level executive, the youngest executive, male or female, at my companies. I got my designs through as quickly as or faster than the men around me, and I'd never been held back as a woman. And remember, I started college in 79. I guess that dates me a little bit. That's around when Kate was born, which is frightening. But it was shocking to me that suddenly in this century, I'm being held back because I'm a woman. So the most important message that we want to get across and we'd like to address later is women investors. At the um, almost uh, six months before we were acquired, we were talking to this high powered local investor. And we said, we just don't understand why we don't have women funding the company. And he said, well, investors invest and women are not investors. And it was shocking. So well, on my end one and on three three. my end, that is changing so quickly. So I'm 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 thrilled to
0: there's so many organizations that are recognizing that. So that's that's a, a, a positive for, for women out there. Um, Absolutely. So it's, it's We've got exciting. to harness that.
1: Yeah. yeah. And and it's so important that women learn and develop that risk taking ability because studies prove that women are actually better investors than men. Because they they hold them before they fold them. Yeah, I agree with you. And and Kate, you you then
0: jumped in and you took, basically, you could talk a little bit to us about the nonprofit, the Grace by Grit and the Gritty Girls theme. How did that come about? And how did that journey begin?
2: So to tie it all together, which is, yeah, so we were struggling so much to raise money. And we were really trying to figure out what was our next step with the company, because we didn't want to just be a mom and pop shop. We knew that we had an incredible product and it was just really about yeah, raising a mom capital and mom to be, well, a mom and mom shop, excuse me. You're right. <laughs> uh, but we, we knew, we knew that we had something incredible and it was just a, the capital was our biggest constraint to get it to the next level. And so we ran into a CEO of another company right in our backyard that was also digitally native. And they primarily focused on men's athletic apparel. And so it was all of a sudden this light bulb moment of maybe there's something that we can offer. And so we came to the table with them and said, you know, you should you should buy our company. We think that we can build out your women's line. We think that we have similar values. And um, initially the answer was no. And then we went back to the table and figured out a deal because I was unwilling to accept the answer of no, because I really felt that there was something there that that they could harness and that we could continue. And I knew I personally could continue it as well. I wanted to continue on. So they did acquire us. Hylete acquired us last year, June of 2018. And with that, it was about how do we keep the messaging of Grace by Grit alive? What is that legacy and what does that look like? And so in the process of running actually Grace by Grit, the company, we were hearing from women all over the country about how grit was something so important to them to teach their daughters and it was about teaching them that failure was sometimes the best lessons in life and that it was about not giving up and that taking those tough moments and making them your graces and so they wanted to be able to teach their daughters this and so we had a woman on our team who was a life coach and a wellness coach for young women. And so she actually started what we called then the Gritty Girls Program, which was workshops for young women to understand what grit was and how to cultivate that grit within themselves and um, to use it for the rest of their lives. And so we took that with the transition of the acquisition and we started the Graced by Grit Foundation. And what we actually believed In starting the foundation, which by the way took a very long time to get approved by the government to become a nonprofit, which we officially are a 501c3, which is super exciting. That was just
1: um, about a month.
2: Thank you. Yeah, that was just passed about a month and a half ago, which is so exciting. So people can visit GreasedByGrit.com and they can now see the nonprofit which offers scholarships to young women going to college for academics and athletics because we understand that 94% of women that are in the C-suite participate in sports. And we know that self-confidence can often diminish when girls fall out of athletics and that keeping them in sports longer provides you know more self-confidence and it provides all those skills to become strong successful business women and so they can be out there you know helping rule the world with us
0: (laughs) no that's so So, interesting because I have a daughter who was a division one athlete and so many of the young women that we hire in the firm for not even planning it but it's nine times out of ten they were in some form of athletics and I'm, I'm not sure if it's a discipline or the management of time, but you are so right. I think what it's all of the above. I, yeah. 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 I agree with you. I know that you have Get Gritty events.
2: What are some of the events that you host? So we're actually, it's a great question. We actually are focusing this first year on just the scholarships, which I say just, it's not just. It's 1% of the, all of the High Leap Women's Sales go back to the foundation, and we're going to be funding two scholarships in 2020 because we believe so strongly in this. Yeah. So in empowering young women and helping them get that leg up when they enter school. And for some young women, it is going to hopefully, you know, help them be able to pursue athletics and to continue that passion and participate on a team sport. So, but the Get Gritty events are secondary to that. And they are focused on empowering young women, both tweens and teens through these workshops where they learn about grit through all different ways. So they learn about it through Body movement, they learn about it through storytelling. And it's all about this inclusive environment for young women to be able to share some of their things about them that they think are really horrible, that really are what make them unique. You know, when you're a teenager and you think, oh my gosh, I'm the tallest girl in my class, or I wear glasses, or, you know, I'm chubby. And it's about, you know, really in- in creating this inclusive environment for young women to be able to share those vulnerabilities talk about the strength that can come with some of those insecurities and about how to cultivate that within themselves. And so those Get Free events are secondary, and we'll be focusing on those um, more in the future, primarily because we really want to focus on the scholarships right now.
0: You know, I'm feeling empowered listening to you because I six weeks ago, I was just became a grandmother to a little girl whose mother is six foot one and her father is six foot eight. And she looks oh my right goodness. now like she's a six-month-old, and she's six weeks. But she is the most beautiful um, young woman, wow. and and both her parents were Division One athletes, so we have high hopes someday that she'll find a sport that meets her needs. But I I, I do think this is such a gift back to society because I think so many uh, young girls going through that awkward stage begin to label themselves incorrectly, and instead of empowering themselves, so this today is amazing but the other thing that I think is pretty admirable is that your due diligence and your constant perseverance of you built a firm you wanted it to go on but you didn't just say okay we've moved on you really balanced it between both being part of real entrepreneurs and building something and continuing to watch it grow but also then forming a non-profit from that and so many of us say I'm so busy with business I can't think out of the box and I think for both of you, Kate and Kimberly, that you both thought out of the box, and and now you're you're actually feeling good about what you've built because you're able to now give back.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think there's a I lot of power with giving. Yeah, I mean, a big a big part of our company one of the um, the values that we really just focused on with Graced by Grit as a company was the give back. And I think, you know, a lot of events that we hosted were giving back to different charities and foundations all throughout the country that women were passionate about. And so they would host events selling our product, knowing that 20 percent would go back to these causes. We also dedicated a pair of leggings to a foundation called the Chelsea King Foundation, which raises money. Um, and it just took a tragedy and turned it into something incredible to protect young women. And so, you know, giving back is a huge part of both of our value systems and also our companies. And so it definitely felt extra good to be able to carry on the legacy of Grace by Grit and that every single tag when you buy a highly women's product talks about the foundation. And so it's another way to empower women to to learn more about it.
0: And we always end each of our podcasts, and I'll ask maybe Kimberly to go first and then Kate, but we ask you to give one piece of advice to our listeners. So many of our listeners are either thinking of starting a business or they're thinking maybe their daughter is in need or their granddaughter is in need of something like this that could be life-changing for them. What, as, a, as women, here we have an engineer and, and Kate, um, a, young, a very young mother who had to figure out how she was going to be an awesome mom and also have a career. What would be one piece of advice each of you would give to the women who are listening today about perseverance
1: and, and surviving hardships? It's a muscle and you have to exercise it. So every time you have one of those tough moments, those gritty moments, you just have to get up and do one step step at a time, and uh, each step you do, each breath you take, makes you a little bit stronger for the next one. So when we talk about that grit and developing that that muscle, the backbone of grit, it is constant use. So each thing in your life, uh, we don't look at them as negative. We look at them as a chance to make us stronger. Right when you're in the throes of it, it's really tough, but it makes you better, and Uh, We wrote a book, by the way, called Grace by Grit, where we talk about how you harness that grit and you can really use that to build, whether it's a business, a nonprofit or anything for yourself, using that passion and power that you get from the grit and applying it to the purpose of whatever you're starting, whether it's a nonprofit, an investors club or a company. That's great. And Kate, can you share what your one piece of
0: advice or sometimes our listeners laugh and say that women can't give just one piece of advice. So whatever
2: you think. I know. Well, it's, yeah. I can give lots of advice. I mean, I think I agree with everything. I would say my number one advice would be just like Kimberly in terms of it is a muscle. You have to practice it. You know, I read the book by Sheryl Sandberg Lean In, which is something that Kimberly and I have talked a lot about lately. And it's something that again, I think takes practice in terms of being a woman at the table. And I think it, it does, you know, it speaks to all women at all different levels of their lives. It's about, you know, not sort of stepping back and watching the things happen and then going, you know, how come this happened to me or how come I'm not getting that raise or how come, you know, I'm not the person starting a business. It's about really you being the person that takes that chance and leaning in and having the tough conversations and asking for what you want And I think, you know, that is also something that comes with practice. And it it, it was very hard for me at first. I mean, it was very hard for us to ask for money. Women aren't taught to ask for money. And I think, you know, there's there's a changing of tides that has to happen for women in order to accomplish it. And how uh, relevant for today, because today is Happy Women's Equality Day, I think. So I think it really speaks to that, you know, about really taking that step and, And rather than being afraid and saying, you know what, it's not right for me, or I'm just going to walk away, it's about jumping in.
0: I I so agree. And if you see the journey that we've come from, even in the 70s, when we had to have people co-sign just for loans, it's amazing. And I happen to know some of the women that were real hard chargers back then, and, and they're long retired, but they often come to some of the events and just to see them and what they gave back and their grace and they are such... Admirable women who have raised families and did it while they were raising their children. Just one, as you said earlier, I really enjoyed hearing both you, Kate, and Kimberly say it's one step at a time. It's one step at a time. It's it's not all at once, but it's patience with ourselves. So, thank you so much, both of you, for joining us today. We just really appreciated having you. Thanks so much. Thank you for having us. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Women's Wealth the middle way. Make sure to subscribe to us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. Join us for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.